Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Colossians chapter 4 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We'll review key takeaways and end our session with a quick prayer. So let us get started. Colossians 4. Masters, provide your slaves with what is right and fair, because you know that you also have a master in heaven. Further instructions. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful, and pray for us, too, that God may open a door for our message, so that we may proclaim the mysteries of Christ, for which I am in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly, as I should. Be wise in the way you act towards outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. Final greetings. Tychicus will tell you all the news about me. He is a dear brother, a faithful minister and fellow servant in the Lord. I am sending him to you for the express purpose that you may know about our circumstances and that he may encourage your hearts. He is coming from Onesimus, our faithful and dear brother, who is one of you. They will tell you everything that is happening here. My fellow prisoner, artist Tarkus, sends you his greetings, as does Mark, the cousin of Barnabas. You have received instructions about him. If he comes to you, welcome him. Jesus, who is called Justice, also sends greetings. These are the only Jews among my co-workers for the kingdom of God, and they will have proved a comfort to me. Epaphras, who is one of you and a servant of Christ Jesus, sends greetings. He is always wrestling in prayer for you, that you may stand firm in all the will of God, mature and fully assured. I vouch for him that he is working hard for you, for those at Laodicea and Hierapolis. Our dear friend Luke, the doctor, and Demas sends greetings. Give my greetings to the brothers and sisters at Laodicea and to Nympha in the church in her house. After this letter has been read to you, see that it is also read in the church of Laodiceans and that you in turn read the letter from Laodicea. Tell Archippus, see to it that you complete the ministry you have received in the Lord. I, Paul, write this greeting in my own hand. Remember my chains. Grace be with you. So let's look at what Paul is telling us in this letter. Basically, he's um, instructing the community to pray for him, to always be watchful. And everyone can agree that prayer is good. But Paul is saying, devote yourself to prayer for the purpose of being watchful and thankful. In other words, watch out for the flaming arrows of the evil one as he would say in Ephesians um, 6.16, and always stay in a posture of dependence upon God and readiness. And the other thing we must remember is that the only reason we're able to pray directly to God is because Jesus made it possible. By him being a sacrifice, he removed that sin layer between God and humanity. And through him, we're able to be righteous in the eyes of, of the Lord. So Paul is saying, please continue to pray for me. That is the most powerful weapon. And specifically to pray that I may be able to continue proclaiming the word of God. So pray that I have the opportunity to advance God's word and God's kingdom 
and do his work. So let us pray. Father God, thank you for this word, for this message that you've given us today through Paul, through his letter. Thank you for dying on that cross, Jesus, so that we now have a direct path to our Father in heaven, so that we can pray to him directly. Lord, we thank you. We ask that the Holy Spirit come upon us and empower us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Colossians chapter 4. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.